You are now listening to the Music Memory Cast. They're so hot right now. Yo! Welcome back, YouTube and the listeners. Hi. If you couldn't tell, we're in, we're, we're in a new place right now. We're somewhere new. You would never guess. Never guess. That's where it all started. For me. And for me. And for you. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're going to start this off with a little forgotten local. Would you say local legends? I want to say, uh, I would say local. I mean, I mean, you got butthole surfers too. They're from Austin? They're from Austin. What? Or they're from, you know, they played a lot in Austin. I don't think they're like originally from Austin. Yeah. But they played a lot over here. Butthole surfers, these dudes. That's funny because I've been jamming a lot of butthole surfers too. Whoa. It's weird. Yeah, man. Yeah, these dudes. I forgot why I started listening. I think because I was listening to a lot of the uh, Nirvana Unplugged lately. Mm. And then I went back. I was like, let's see what they're about. Got some jams. Yeah. Kurt Cobain definitely has a better voice. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Because you listen to the originals of those songs and it's like, oh. I'd rather hear the Kurt version. Yeah, yeah. This is the Meat Puppets. Meat Puppets. Because y'all didn't know. Local legends. I think they're local. Uh, Legends? Sure. It depends on... On the era and the time when you went to go see them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because in my time, they're, they're, gone. they're, they're, gone they're long gone already. Yeah. You know? So I want to say maybe early, maybe late 80s when they start coming through. Late 80s, really early 90s maybe. Right. So. Um, and then they bounced. For me, it was Push Monkey and, and Unloco. And mm. Unloco wasn't from Austin, but. They they basically they played here all the time. Yeah, they were always here. Push Monkey was from Austin. Yeah, come, you know, all cranking it all the time, dude. We need to get shout out to the local bands here. Y'all want to come on the show? Come on the show. Let's talk some local music. Local music, man. Tell us about the scene. How how you thought it was? How's you know, the scene now, man? All the all the places y'all play: the Black Cat, Back Room, Joe's Generic Bar. You know. uh Liberty Lunch. La Zona Rosa. La Zona Rosa. You know, fucking awesome music hall, the old one. I mean, damn, dude, there's so many places to name. Yeah, that'd be you know? sick. Local, I'm going to start hole getting local, local mofos on this damn thing. Hole in the wall, man. I mean, Texas Mist. Yo, so this, this episode is going to be kind of a few subjects, and uh, we're going to talk about those subjects, and then we're going to branch off into whatever... Those subjects lead us to this. Po- this podcast is sponsored by Shiner and Fireman Four. <laughs> Thank you. All right, first I like subject. It. I like it. This is me trying not to feel it too hard. <laughs> first subject I got. I think uh, this is one of yours that you brought up. Two favorite, two of your favorite drummers who also sing at the same time. Mm. Yep. Mm. Yep. I think that's that's pretty hard to do. It's real hard to do. Because you gotta. There's a couple I can think of. Yeah. I don't know. think you can really be a metal drummer and sit and scream or sing. You too can. Too much moving. Too much moving around. You can, but you better have a hit song, or you better have mm. a good fucking song. The only one I can think of now is Bron Daler, Mastodon. He kind of does it. Yeah. Yeah. He does it. But I mean, got to be hard to be like. Double bass, and your voice gonna sound like this when you're singing. You gotta keep going, but it might you're, give you extra vibrato. You're, you're dropping everything. Did I drop my phone? Damn. No. That's what's gonna happen when you're playing see? and singing at the same time. See, see, see. <laughs> so I'll go first. I'll go first since I already have it on here. Let's go, new cast. Do it. Ugh. Interesting. I like surprising you with these because you don't know what what I picked. Shout out to Uncle Richard. What's up, Uncle Rich? Cheers. Need to put a little more respect on these guys' names. I'll f- I'll, I'll figure it out when You'll I figure it out. You'll figure it out. Out on the street. 
Okay, some kiss. So you going for you going for kiss? You going for him? For him? Peter Chris, man. You going for Peter Chris? How many songs did he sing while he was drumming on Kiss? This one. <laughs> Beth. I said this one. See, this showed you that he didn't need all that gain. Turn the gain down a little bit. Yeah. And and you can still have a pretty pretty decent rock sound. You gotta have the, I, I'd have to have, have the mic right here. Something like that. Like that. <laughs> this is all Peter Chris singing. Little cowbell. Little cowbell. Sick solo. Fucking, what's it called? Just um, your basic standard, what you need for a solo. A little boost. One thing I've been learning a lot about old school rock and roll and playing old school rock and roll like this is the dudes, what they would do is they would crank their amps up, but they'll keep the guitar volume in the middle. Mm. Crank their amps up, keep the guitar volume in the middle. That way, when they go out on stage and they hit that solo, they crank that Turn fucking up. volume up, and that, mm. that was their boost. You know, I always think about that because, like you said, when you look at those videos back in the day, they're always fucking with their volume knobs and all that shit. I'm, I never touch my shit when I play. Right. You know what I mean? I didn't know that until I heard uh, the little Alex dude from Rush talking mm. about it. He would be like, I'll, I'll, he would like, I'll keep my volume knob on my guitar halfway. I'll crank my amps until it sounded good, until it sounded good on the mics. That way, when I was on stage and I, it was solo time, all I had to do was turn my volume up. Smart. And and, and it was just, rip, you know? And I was Smart. like, whoa. That never, blew my mind right there. Never thought of that. Never thought of it. I always thought it has to be turned up all the all way. All the way, Damn, all the time. That's how you're going to get the best. Yeah, all the time. Damn. Never thought about it. Yeah. I got into Kiss pretty big for a little bit there, the first couple albums. Really? Yeah, because I think... Do you like the solo albums? Do you like just the regular Kiss albums? Kiss albums. I, I mean, uh, Ace Frehley's solo one was the best one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, here it is. Here we go. Give it to me, Spaceman. That boy had three humbuckers. <laughs> All with his eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> and platform boots. And platform boots. While the guitar is smoking. <laughs> That's probably why his eyes are closed. The smoke is getting in his eyes. It's like... <laughs> Yeah, Kiss had some jams. Dude. The first Kiss album has a bunch of jams on it. But, you know, people see Kiss and they think they see gimmick right away just because of the makeup. But they're, uh, they're musicians. They're legit. They're, I think they're legit. And they put on a fucking show. What's yours? What's your pick? My pick? It's going to be Phil Collins. It's going to be Genesis. Damn it, that's one I picked. <laughs> What song would you play? I'm going for No Reply. Ooh. He played some hard shit when he was singing. That stuff he was doing was hard to... No trolley. What the hell? No Reply, Genesis. Right? I like that, and I like that bass line. Yeah. Will you please talk to me? <laughs> right, the whole time. Well, he had a headset, right? He had a little... Yeah, a lot of... I think there's... A lot of people don't know he played drums, too, when he did all this shit. Oh, when he was in Genesis? He was yeah. a drummer. You ever see when he does... Um, what's that big song? That big Genesis song? 
Which one? The really a bunch huge of one. There's a bunch of them. Or it was a Phil Collins song. All right. And then in the in, in the, the air night? tonight. On oh, the air tonight. Yeah. You ever see the live ones? No. Nah. Where he's like the whole time he's just kind of walk around the stage, oh. and then when that part comes on, he gets behind his drums. Oh, as soon he as he gets behind there, the crowd just fucking goes crazy. And he almost sounds just like Peter Gabriel. So in my mind, almost exactly. I, in my mind, I think they kind of use the same voice effects that Peter Gabriel used. You know what I mean? Like on the mic. Yeah. Because I think singers, you know, you got to have like certain, a certain mic effect for your voice. Yeah. You know, like Jim Morrison used to have two mics taped up together. And I think one of them had reverb on it and one of them was just a regular straight mic. I think a lot of their shit, well, this guy and Phil Collins was when they doubled the voice. So, you know, they sing it once and then go back and sing it again over it. And it would give it this weird... Right. Sound, but they do sound exactly the same. If you listen to Phil Collins and Peter Gabriel, Peter Gabriel oh, era, yeah. it sounds the same. And, and I don't know if that's just from their accent, but it just reminds me of uh, Peter too. I don't know. Maybe, I wonder if he just started singing like Peter Gabriel because he was like he was our original singer. So I'm gonna try to sing like popular. Him. Like they were just used to that sound already. Maybe. You know. <laughs> that's hard to play. I mean, that song right there. They got. Everything's going everywhere. Boom, the bass, the horns, the drum, and then his vocals just lay on top of everything real nice. Right? Yeah. It's hard to do that shit and talk, even talk at the same time. It's hard for me to talk. Like, I'm trying to talk about the podcast and doing something on my phone. I'm always, like, misspelling shit and fucking everything up. It's that left brain, right brain shit. Right. I think it's just feel, and I think it's just something that happens naturally to some people some people can just do it naturally just like singing guitar singing and playing guitar at the same time i can't do that it just it just comes naturally i can do that only if i'm singing in the exact same rhythm that i'm playing in you know what i mean the exact same pattern i'm doing i have to sing in that exact same pattern (laughs) true that's frank zappa that's why you never hear him sing and play at the same time he can't do it you can't do it nope oh can't do it I picked this band. I picked Phil Collins also. I picked this song for it. The same album? Same album. Damn. Get out of my head. We're brothers. <laughs> yeah, Phil Collins. I, had, I knew you were going to pick Phil Collins too. So I should have did, uh, what was my second pick? I had a second pick on here too. I know case. who it was. Don Henley. I was going to say Don Henley. I thought you were going to pick Don Henley. Wait. The other dude I got. And I thought you were going to pick the dude from the band. Damn. Levon? Levon. Ooh, that boy right there. Man, that boy. Them shoulder rolls. (laughs) Them shoulder rolls. (laughs) I'm going to delete that from that. I don't want that on YouTube. I just did. Keep that. (laughs) So who else were you going to pick then? I was going to pick the dude from um, um, Goddamn... Damn, dude, it was just around the tip of my motherfucking tongue, man. Damn, let me try to guess some. Uh, but they, but but the, 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 he sings that song, Sister Christian. Night Ranger. Ranger. Yeah. He sings. Yeah, dude, Damn, the drummer that. sings that song. Damn. Yes, sir. You gotta watch that video. Is that the one where they do like <laughs> slow mo stills? That motherfucker's <laughs> yelling hard. That motherfucker yells hard in that song. You gotta put that video on because it's it's pretty awesome. Here, we'll play some Sister Christian. That song always reminds me of fucking um, Boogie Nights. <laughs> Getting my real-time reaction right now, people. Here it comes. Damn, he's, he's got the good setup, though. He's, he's right. He's, the mic's he's right perfect. here, so he can just play and sing. I forgot I his name. I don't know. How do you? How would you jam if you're playing piano? I don't know how they do that. You just got to get into the moment. I'd just be doing a lot of putting my head back. <laughs> a lot of that. That whip. The whip. The head whip. <laughs> Night Ranger has some jams. I'll do the hideaway. I would just that? be like that. <laughs> you know? Kind of and mysterious. They do, it, they do it like that. 
<laughs> Just like that. <laughs> What's another good Night Ranger song? I need to get more into their shit. Sister Christian. What's another one? Name them. Oh yeah, he's singing. He's singing. He sings. Uh, Don't tell me you love me. That's a good one. I love that song. That ain't the drummer singing though. That's the actual guitar player. Damn, and that guitar player sings. That guy's the guitar player who took over for uh, Randy Rose after he died. Or uh, um, Brad Gillis or whatever his name is. What was their name? Night Ranger. I know, but who? what, what band did Randy Rose play in? Cry What? Quiet Riot. And then he played for Ozzy. After he got killed in that plane crash, Brad Gillis uh, took over guitar. For Ozzy? For Ozzy. What? For, for the rest of the tour. No shit? Damn. This guy here. So you're saying he's good? Badass. Damn. He got a different style. He's all whammied out. That boy used that whammy hard, dude. That Floyd Rose. This is a cruising song right here. All right. Add that to your playlist. When you close your eyes. This is one of the most confusing album covers of all time. Why is he in a nurse outfit? <laughs> Why? That's fucking weird. You didn't recognize this song? See, he holds it. And when you touch me. See, I gotta put the mic all the way like this. <laughs> Next subject. Enough of Night Ranger. Alright, so we're talking about the drummers. Who else can you think of who's a fucking drummer in a second? Don Henley. Throw some Don, Don Henley. Henley. Gotta throw some Don on. But here's the thing though. I- I've noticed this on YouTube videos of people who play the Eagles. It gets copyright stricken all the time. Okay, well, we'll just say Don Henley, Eagles. Don Henley, Eagles. Check it out. Check it out. Especially we the, can't play es- it. Especially the old Eagles. The, the the first and second albums. You know. On the border. He's singing. All that shit. That boy's singing and drumming at the same time. I think we can play it for like maybe 10 seconds and it'll be all right. But apparently that's their... their yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what he's talking about. They're assholes about it. Stop being assholes. You ever got enough money? Don Henley. Just let us play your music, dog. We're bringing it. We're sharing it to the world. With your bitch ass. <laughs> now nah, I'm really gonna get. <laughs> now you be like, nope, nope. Thanks, dude. You just ruined it, Sorry. dude. Could have had them on the show. Damn it, Glenn Could've Fry. Been, come on the show, Glenn Fry. Glenn, he's dead already. Oh shit. Damn. R.I.P. Glenn. <laughs> there we go. Yo, shout out to uh, Don Henley. Eagles on the border. On the border. That's all I can play. That's all I can play. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? Uh, like Brandaler, Mastodon, mm. singer. Yep. But you're not a fan of his singing. I'm just, uh, you know, Crack the Sky is about as far as I'm going to go. That's, that's Crack it. the Sky, The Hunter. Crack the sky. I never. You know what? I don't think That's I've it. ever really jammed the hunter. Maybe one or so, one or two songs here yeah, and there. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a couple, but that's it. Let's see, after Crack the Sky, though, I was like, okay, cool. I thought he was gonna stop. Like that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, apparently they really liked him singing. It just got too. Yeah, I don't know, man. Here we go. We'll play some. Some. There it is. There it is. When this album came out, I was like, ooh. I was on the Mastodon train. I was rooting for those guys. I was rooting for those guys, too. I was like, these are the ones blowing the torch right now, man. Like, they couldn't do any wrong. This album was badass, I thought. I was like, all right, it's a little psychedelic. You know, it's a little out there with some heavy guitar in there. I was like, hmm. There's some singing, but it's not too... Not too crazy. Yeah, you still held it into the parameters of heaviness. Then when they went to that other album, One Time Around the World or whatever that song, the, the album yeah, is. Um, when they went to that one, I was like, okay. Once More Around the Sun. Yeah, that's when it started getting. Yeah, with the, that's when they started really putting out some shit where they wanted to get on the radio. Right. But this song. This is good shit badass. right here. Very prog. Yeah. 
I can't even do it. I can't even lip sync and do it. I think what helped is that the riffs were still heavy. Riffs were heavy. The dude. riffs were still heavy. Even though they were kind of singing a little more, the yeah. riffs were still there. Nasty riffs. But you know what? I, I, I hate to say this. I do not like the way their guitar singer, their guitar player sings. Brit? I don't like it. He, I like it. It's too much rare, here, here, I like it on certain songs. I liked it, but that's the weird thing. I liked it on uh, Blood Mountain. Blood Mountain was sick because it was like he never really sang after yeah. Leviathan and, and the other ones. Yeah. You know, he wasn't the singer kind of deal. Yeah. You know, it was always fucking He was just a scream Troy. guy. He was a scream guy that would come in and do a scream in the background. So then he really started singing on Blood Mountain. And it was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. This one, it was all right. Crack the Sky? Okay, cool. He's singing a little bit more. Live? No. Don't. Get a stand-in. Can't do it, buddy. <laughs> he, you shot, he shot his voice. Shot his voice. Never Bad. Got it. I don't think he ever got it back. Bad. Don't look up Mastodon live after Blood Mountain. Yeah, after Blood Mountain. After 2008. It just sounds like a cat trying to sing. Trying to, a cat getting attacked yeah, by something. His, yeah, he fucked his shit up. Yeah. Mastodon, it's another one. Who else? Um, uh, should we play some of the band? Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. Some Leave On? Play uh, The Night Old Dixie fucking got out of town, boy. Who's Dixie? Shit. The night they drove old Dixie down. Come on. That just makes me stick my jaw out. <laughs> this makes me just want to... Right? I was about to say, get some fucking... What's that shit called? Put some, some, some moonshine. Put some beer in my system and just listen. It's a story. There used to be like a little little oven right here, like a little chimney right here. You know what I mean? Right? Have my old lady right there rocking the baby to sleep next to the fire. Right? There's a, a stick in my mouth. Just chewing on a piece of stick. Clean my gun out. <laughs> when they do this song on the last waltz live... Hey, that's a bad show. It's like, whoa. I watched that the other night. I was surprised that I was able to watch as much of it as I did. Because, you know, chicks aren't really into the band that much. Right. You know what I mean? So I put it on and I played it. I think my chick was more impressed by all the famous people that were coming and showing them love. Like, Oh, yeah. Eric Clapton came. All these people came to play with them or just to watch them. Because and she was like, I've never heard of them. How, they must have been pretty good. I'm like, they were Bob Dylan's yeah. backing band. They were the band. They were the band, and they decided let's let's make our own fucking record. There you go. They were the were they studio players? I guess studio, studio players. They were like the best studio session players that there were at the time. At the time, they played for everybody, and then they decided to get together and form their own shit. They're called the band. This is it. That's the band. And, and all the big time people knew who the fuck... They knew who they were. That's why they all paid their respects on the concert. That's a badass way to go out, too. Badass way to go it's out. a badass With way to go With all them out. dudes? Yep. With jamming like that? Why did they call it quits in the first place? They were just done. They were just, they were just done. They wanted to go separate ways. That's tight. That was it. Did, they have, did any of them make any solo things? Please tell me a little Rango didn't make a solo album. Whatever his name is. <laughs> Rick Dango. Yeah, he made one. He did. Oh. Yeah. Not a fan of I him. liked him. I don't like I don't He's good. He's a good musician. I just didn't like his singing voice. I think he was perfect for this for this band for because this, yeah. cause his okay. harmony was so high and you could hear him in the background screaming. I get you. See, you can hear him okay. in the background okay. back there. You know what but, I mean? But if you isolate that track, it'll just be like... It'll probably be crap. Okay, I can appreciate that more now. <laughs> I now, Okay, now I get it. But he fit it right he, in. It, with you everything know? together, it was... 
and, and, and he played that shit out of that bass and that fiddle and everything else. That goddamn fiddle. Boy. So, Levon Helm. Levon. Hmm, who else is there? We can't think of nothing. We'll move to the next if there's subject. Anybody, if there's anybody else I can think about out there... Put it in the comments. Put it in the comments. Maybe we missed somebody that we, we, we weren't thinking about. But that's that. those are most of the people I know. All right, next subject. Two of your favorite side project bands. Side project. Mm, okay. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you think. I'll let you think. Pick a different song. We've we played this band before, and I usually pick the same song, so I picked a different one. You'll get it as soon as he starts singing. Heavy tone. I would say this side project is up there with the the main group. Okay. Mm, okay. Yeah. Perfect circle. Perfect circle, yeah. One of my favorite side project groups. Their first album, dude, was blew me away. Crazy. I was in fucking I was in boot camp when that shit came out. Oh damn. So whenever I heard that those songs, Judith. Judith, all that shit, you know, smells like you killed someone. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. you know, all that shit. I was just like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, sick. It, it even got to a point where I was listening to it all the time, and I was actually kind of just saying little things like that when I was in Chow Line. Yeah, you know I mean? smells like you killed someone or some shit like that. You were able to listen to music. Yeah, you can get a little. Well, oh, you had the radio. This was before I went into the boot camp. This is this is my transition into the boot camp. Mm. So you can still have your little radio thing. So I had a little Walkman. You know, it wasn't even a Walkman. It was probably about this big, maybe like four or five inches. And it was a see-through. Sometimes four or five inches. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was a see. It's all about the girth. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> it was a see-through, and you could see the batteries and all that shit. And you had your little earphones. Oh damn, those were hot back in the day. The right? see-through shit. And and it was like boom. You know, people. Hey, can I listen to your radio tonight? Oh, all right. Give me a ramen. You know what I'm saying? Give me your breakfast. Right? Give me your lunch. <laughs> wherever the fuck. But yeah, I remember hearing this on the radio on, on 93.7. Yeah, yeah, they played it a Not lot. Not this song, but Judith and the Judith. other one. I was just like, ooh. Yeah. I would say that shit, and then my bunkie would repeat me all the time. He was a little Asian guy, and he just thought it was just hel- the hilarious thing whenever I would say that, because he had yeah. no idea it was coming from a song. Oh. I would just be like, smell like you killed someone, right? Some bullshit like that, just the way it sounded. Yeah. And he would like just laugh, and he'd be like, "Yeah, right." He'd be like, "Yeah." He'll tell like the the kitchen people, "Yeah." He smells like you kill someone, and yeah. I'll just be like, "No, nah, man, I'm singing a song." Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you're saying he was a little, he was wild, <laughs> was wild little Shout dude. Shout out to him. He's probably still in there because he does some wild shit. That's what I'm saying. That those kind of dudes. He does some wild shit, so he's he's probably still in there, dude. That don't really use your head that much. There it is, right there. I mean, in my mind, they should have just made this album and that's it. Oh, man, they would have it, they, they been... It's, it's like a movie that only should have been made one time, and they should have never made a part two or three, like Tremors. They should have never made... They should have never made part two, man. Like Sharknado. You know? <laughs> you know? The second album's good. I'll give them the second album. It's oh. not as good as it this. It doesn't hit as hard as that. Not as good as this. I'll say their first two, and they should have called it quits. That's it. Well, it's cool. Like, you know the whole, like... So, from what, what I understood is that they started because the guitar player was the guitar tech for Tool. Right. Right? So, did he just show Maynard some songs, or did Maynard knew he had songs? I had no idea. Right. I think they just jammed one day, or something went happened, and... They just decided to do a side project. Yeah. And I think the guitar player from Tool was doing, you know, because he does, like, uh, animation or he, like, creates 
yeah. uh, creatures and all this other shit for movies, for sci-fi movies or horror movies, right? Yeah. He's real good at that. So and Tool puts out an album every fucking ten years, right? So so I think it was just something for him to get a, get out. You ever get into Pussifer? No. His other shit. Is that how you say it? I think so. I have it's no either idea. Pussifer or Pussifier. Right. I never got into him. <laughs> I tried to, but I couldn't couldn't do it. Nah. Uh. This is it. Perfect Circle, first album, does it all for me. I mean, front to back, pretty much. Front to back's pretty good. I mean, you got the heavy, you got the the chill stuff, the super, like, Deftones-ish feel. Like, it's got it all, dude. Perfect album. Check it out. Perfect album. Bird and Gnomes. My first one's going to be, um... Yeah, what's yours? Velvet Revolver. Ooh! <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> My, that's my first one fall into pieces and all that shit like that r.i.p that, that, that's just classic shits right there not velvet underground no velvet revolver fool i know but it came up with velvet underground i don't like velvet underground nah yes i forgot all about this band honestly when i heard I, that i was just like man that kind of took me back that takes me back to mid 90s right even though it came out in 2000s yeah but just the sound and the way his voice that's Soundgarden the guitar everything so it's Guns N' Roses with Soundgarden to me Stone Temple you know oh shit Stone Temple Soundgarden my bad dude I don't know what the fuck I was thinking yeah fucking when I cause I remember seeing that that this super group was getting together and being like, eh. But then, when you listen to that first album, undeniable. It's it's straight L.A. Right. That's L.A. shit it's right got there. The big, That's California shit right like there. Like the big Guns N' Roses kind of presentation. Like big songs. I bet Axel was crying when he heard this album. Yeah. I bet he was Resurrected like, Resurrected his bitch ass. But he was like, fuck. Resurrected slash big time. Wait, you're talking about Axl Rose. Axel. It's another mistake on me. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, Axl Rose, he was, yeah. He was probably just like. He was probably sitting there like, motherfucker. I need to find some. <laughs> I need to find some motherfuckers to play with <laughs> right he, now. Yeah, dude. That, that, and then he tried to come out with that one Guns N' Roses, Chinese Democracy or whatever, which was. Too late. It was too late. People already don't care about it you anymore. It was too late. He looks crazy now. Have you seen him? It's like his neck disappeared. Every time he plays now, he's always like that. <laughs> he's always like that now, like a little raptor. <laughs> yes. Oh, I got a cramp in my shoulder. <laughs> yeah, Velvet Revolver, that's a good pick. Yeah. Scott Weiland, dude. Scott was... I remember seeing Stone Simple Pilots at Auditorium Shores at uh, 93.7 Kobe J Free Jam. And, uh, man, I, I'll never forget, dude, right when they came on, it was still sunny outside. It was like the sun was co- about to come down. He came out, smoke started filling the stage. He came out with his fucking, like, police hat looking like, you know, that, that cop hat thing with his fucking aviators on. Yeah. And he, with that fucking horn, that, oh, yeah, what do you that, call those things? That, um... The shit that the cops talk into. Right. Yeah. He came out with that. He just started fucking just saying some shit into it. And boom, they just bust into this fucking jam, dude. And I was just like, everybody just started fucking going off, dude. I was like, holy shit, he's badass. Yeah. I still got that ticket. I even wrote on there, hey, STP. Yeah. I was like, STP. Because it doesn't say on the ticket. It says 93.7 jam or some yeah. shit like that. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, fucking, uh, I always thought, you ever see, um, Howard Stern used to have like badass bands oh, yeah. on his show, and the one with him where the only thing that pissed me off about it is that Howard Stern didn't know how to shut the fuck up when they're about to start playing. How did you feel when you were writing he that song? He kept fucking talking <laughs> like like there's one with Foo Fighters where he's doing it like a badass uh, Dave Grohl's doing a badass acoustic song, and he takes off his headphones. He goes, I can't have my headphones. Right. He starts playing the shit, and the whole time Howard Stern's like, Why did he have to take off his headphones? Is that a musician thing? But I don't just wait. You need to hear yourself. He sounds so beautiful, doesn't he? It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. 
like, shut up, or just let the dude sing. And it's the same thing with the STP for performance they have one on there. And he, uh, when they, he comes out, he's wearing a gas mask, and he has that same uh, megaphone, and he has it. And the whole time, the band's already playing, but Howard Stern's like, "How is he gonna do this? Are you serious? <laughs> this guy, I love this guy. Uh, he's a rock star. It's this guy here's a rock star. It's because his voice. That's how he's Shut getting paid. Fuck up. <laughs> I'm gonna play another Velvet Revolver. Hey, yeah, wee wee. That's my sign when I need to go pee. I shake my wee wee. Later. We'll be right back. Not later. Be back. All right, we're we back. We knew that was my microphone. We're back. So, we'll go to my next side one, and then we'll go go to yours. Velvet Revolver, very good pick. Here's my next one. Oh shit! That's one I forgot about. Yeah. Some down. Down. You got Phil and Simmel from Pantera. You got the dudes from Crowbar. And you got one one other dude from I Hit God or something like that. Corrosion of Conformity. And Phil and Simmel. Classic voice. I think he uses his voice perfectly for this band. Not really screaming, just a gritty... This is Phil's voice. That's his voice, natural voice. I like Down 2. That's my favorite album. We're going to jam here. Especially when he starts doing all that shit. Yeah. Just like that. <laughs> Down. Pantera, Corrosion of Conformity, Crowbar, I Hate God. Yep. Let me see them. Let me see them openers. You know what this band is right here that I have displayed? Absolutely. Who is that? That's Fleetwood Mac, buddy. Oh, really? Oh, there we go. Now I know. Then play on. <laughs> That's before uh, Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham. There's a hint for you. That's where we are. That's before, uh, you know, all the Fleetwood Mac songs you hear on the radio. Before Stevie Nicks' little... This is when it had Peter dumbass. Green. Understand? Let me get another down song in here. I'm gonna put the uh, the hit. We'll play the hit. I like that one. I like the other one. Bury me in smoke. That's a good one too. Same album. Man. Same thing. This is a cruising, sipping on a little beer. Maybe you're going fishing. Maybe you just got some fresh shad. This is like more of a Louisiana band right here. Yeah, this is all Louisiana, so swamp Lu- shit. It's Louisiana. This is when you're just cracking some crawfish. What year was this? 95, damn. Sounds like yesterday. All right. Damn. So 95, was this after Far Beyond? Yep. Yeah. And I'm sure it didn't get popular till the late 90s. Right. You know what I mean? Great record. I remember seeing Down at Ausfest with Meshuga. Ooh. Phil came out with his shades. He was like, I want you like a hawk. Probably just high and off just, his ass on heroin. He just stood there with his arms crossed. 
Is that when he would always do this? Yeah, he was just standing there with his arms crossed. And he was on the second stage. They were on, Down was on the second stage. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> then he does his... <laughs> Ooh. That's the perfect grip for that stance. I mean, it's just... Hey! Hey, hey. Yeah, down. So, so would your next one be Audio Slave? Yes. Damn. This is my next one. Completely forgot about Guys. this group. That's how good they were. I didn't even consider them a side well, project. It's just like Velvet Revolver. You know what I mean? Like, you got Velvet Revolver, fucking STP. What song do you want? You know, you, we got we got the. Uh, not the highway one. The other one were uh, like a stone. Like a stone, dude. That's all in one right there. That's and, and you know what's crazy Chris, about this? Chris Cornell and Tom Morello. Chris Cornell wrote pretty almost the majority of this music also on acoustic. On acoustic song. Chris Cornell needs to be appreciated a little more here. He wasn't just a singer. He was a songwriter. He was the composer. He was the composer. He wrote all this shit. Where's my goddamn beer? He was probably like, I got an idea. Or he was probably like, I got a couple of tunes I want y'all to listen no, to. No, no, you know what? I know exactly what kind of dude he was. He would play this on acoustic in, in, front, in of front of people and not even tell them that it's the idea he has. He, he probably played it off like, just something I'm messing with. Something it. I'm messing and with. And then just blowing people's minds. People would just be like... <laughs> Did you just come up with that? He's like, just a little thing. Like, just a little thing I wrote, and it, and it was something like this. Oh man, great I, song. I, I would feel. Uh, what's the word? What's the word when you kind of like? Um, damn, I can't think of the damn word. I would be a little self-conscious to be in a band with this guy. Why? Because he, you think he'll change the lyrics? No, like because that? he was such a great songwriter that oh. it, I felt like if I were to bring something, he'd be like, then this isn't up to his level. Right. He'd be you like, know what I mean? He'd be like, no. He'd be like, well, actually, I got something like this, and he breaks out like that. I'm like, fuck. Could be. Who knows? But. I mean, I think. I great, think it, si- great side project. Great side project. I mean, when it first came out, I didn't pay no attention to it because I was all metal. I was all the way metal, and I was all the way, like, doing my own shit. Dad was the one who bought the the CD. Dad was hot on and, this band, and he was jamming it. And I remember walking in, cranking this song up, and I was just like, in my mind, I'm thinking it's on the radio all the time. Yeah, you know. So, cool, man. See you later. Right. <laughs> you know. But then again, when you think about, it, I guess it is true. When you get older, you actually open your ears up and you actually let everything in. Definitely. Where you actually appreciate it more, definitely. And I didn't, I didn't appreciate this band until maybe five, seven years ago, right? When I started appreciating Audio Slave, right? The older I start getting. Same thing here, dude. I was literally on a strict diet of Pantera, Slayer, Sepultura. Heavy, heavy. No singing. I don't want to hear singing at all. I want to hear riffs. I want to hear riffs. I want to hear screaming, <laughs> and that's it. Anything else? I just like no. But uh, like you said, I guess the older you get, yeah, it's just. Yeah. And then when you actually listen to the whole album, it's like, okay, that was that's good. That's a good produced album. Yeah. That's almost as close as a Chili Peppers album. That's almost as close as Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Was this Rick Rubin? I don't know who hmm. the fuck that was. I want to. That'd be it. interesting if it was. Who is the fucking producer for this? We're about to find out right now, live on air. <laughs> We're coming at you live. Shout out to Google. We're sponsored by Google. Let's see. I'll turn this up. That's that whammy shit that Dom will use. That's probably how the original song went right there. Yep. R.I.P. Man, R.I.P. I don't think he killed himself. 
I don't think so either. I don't think he hung himself. I don't think Chester hung himself. I don't think he killed himself. I don't think... That's going to be a subject we're going to get into. I don't think Michael Hutcherson from NXS hung himself. It's all bullshit. I think the same exact thing. And we're, that's going to be... That's going to be a whole other podcast. We're going to do a podcast about suspicious deaths in music. Oh, that's a great subject. I just came up with it now. Here we go. Let's see. Who's, who produced this shit? Rick Rubin. There you go. He was probably laying in a bed, listening, reading a book. He was like, no, nah, I think it would be better if you were to go back and do that one song one more time. Okay, great. Right there? Yeah, that sounds good to me. That boy just got good ears. Here's Rick Rubin's job. That's it. Sit back and listen. That's it. That's. But he knows. But, he, but he's been in the game since the 80s. He has the ear, dude. He's been in the game. He has the ear. The boy produced Slayer. Come on. Slayer. Beastie Boys. Beastie Boys. Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Tom Ray Petty. Chili Pepper. Tom Petty. Come on. System of a Down. Fucking Johnny Cash. Guys. Come on. That boy got some dough. That boy got some ears. He got them golden ears. <laughs> He's got golden ears. <laughs> I wonder if he wears earmuffs every night. You better. Audio Slave, they were the shit, man. Can't hate on Audio Slave. I liked Alter Bridge. I like maybe one or two, one song. But they're from Creed. The singer was kind of out of nowhere, though. He was a solo guy, the singer. So they grabbed him out of nowhere. Oh, the... um. What's his name? Miles Kennedy? Miles Kennedy, yeah. Yeah. He's got some pipes on him. I didn't know he was in Rockstar with Mark and Mark. I didn't know he was that dude. He's a dude in the crowd. That and uh, Archangels. Mm. Archangels came from, you know, uh, Steve Ray Vaughn, Double Trouble. That's a good one. You know? You know, um, Archangels are playing... The hot spot? Yeah, later this month. We should go. Let's go. Let's see uh, other side projects. We'll play some Archangels. Fuck it. We'll go local. You know what song to play? No. Say it. Let's see. Sent by Angels? Nope. Too Many Ways to Fall? Nope. See What Tomorrow Brings? Yeah. Yeah. That reminds me of Beatles' uh, Sun King right there. Just that guitar tone. Just need some crickets in the background. Chris Layton. All good things must come to an end. If I could only be there again. Oh, yeah. Shout out, Archangels. Oh, Shout out. Yeah. Come on the show. We'll get, we'll get him on. We'll have Doyle Bram Come on, Doro. He'll be sitting on the floor somewhere. Charlie Sexton, come on. The hell else are you doing? You're going to go talk to fucking Dudley and Bob? The hell? I don't, I, don't even, really, I, don't, I don't even think Dudley's on there anymore. Oh, Bob? You're going to be able to Bob and Matt? What's up, Dudley? What's Come you? on our show, Dudley. What are you up to, Damn. buddy? Ben comes what little... you been up to, dog? We'll get Dudley on the show. I'm going to send him a text. I miss his voice on there. We miss you, Dudley. It's a good song. I never really, uh, I've never really dived into Archangels. Yeah. Maybe I should. That's when Tommy Shannon was playing bass. So you had the, you, you, we're talking about so trios. We're trouble. gonna be talking about trios too. You had double trouble. They were the rhythm. They're the rhythm. So you had Charlie Sexton, Doyle Bramhall the second. That's the second, because that's his son. Doyle Bramhall, the main one, used to write songs with Stevie Ray Vaughan. I thought there was a third too. I think it was only the second. Oh, it's only two. Okay, okay. I'm, so it was Doyle Bramhall the first, and then it's Doyle Bramhall the second, which is singing right now. Didn't uh, Doyle Bramhall, he played with um, the Chessmen. But didn't he play with Roger Waters too or David Gilmore? He was with a guitar player for, I want to say he was a guitar player for Roger Waters on one of the tours. I have no idea. 
think it was because I remember going to uh, going with dad to one of his buddies' houses one time there watching old live shit and it was a Roger Waters show and it was I remember him saying that's Doyle Bramall he's from Doyle Bramall he's from Austin, Texas well he was probably talking about the second yeah he was probably talking about Doyle Bramall the second which is this dude I think he was I think he played for Roger Waters (laughs) just playing some pool music oh yeah shout out Archangels Next subject. Next subject. Two of your favorite songs. We're live on location. We got gnats. We got. We're dealing with mosquitoes. We're dealing with everything. Flies. Two of your favorite songs from a completely different genre than you usually listen to. Mm. You know, me and you were usually some rowdy rockers. <laughs> you know, shout out to Beto. Shout out to Beto. Shout out to Beto. We're some rowdy rockers. You know what I mean? Rowdy rockers. So, uh, so what? Two what? Two songs that two of your favorite songs that are outside of that genre. Something that you don't really listen to that much, but you you like it. So I'll go first. Cause I, go already first. Got, I already got my shite right here. This boy already got this thing going on. Mm. I can get down some jazz every now and then. I need a cigarette right now, mm. and I'll smoke it like a joint. I was just about to say something, too, but this kind of almost summed it up. John Coltrane. Mm. I can throw this on when I wake up on a Sunday. Wake up, first thing I put on, put on some jazz. It's perfect. Perfect. It reminds me of a, a Martin Scorsese movie. <laughs> right. Or like a Raging Bull or something. It's like, big time. Cook the steak. <laughs> You're burning the steak. <laughs> You're burning it. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> People are probably like, cooking steak over there, I guess. <laughs> That's what New York sounds like, right. people. Have you ever been to New York? It's New York. This reminds me of the Bronx. <laughs> the Bronx. Shit, you know? straight to Bronx. I don't want no sloppy eggs over here. <laughs> I don't like my runny sloppy eggs Why over here. Why is my toast burnt? Why is my toast burnt? No butter? No butter? <laughs> and he hits it. He hits my hair. And he hits he me. hits it. <laughs> Come over here. I love you. I fucking love you. Bring your ass over here. Bring your ass Sit over here. Over I fucking here. love you. I can love you. You're the only one for me. Damn, New York's badass. New York's got a certain feel to it that I can't describe really. When I went to New York, man, it was like, like I said, always say, it's like I've, I've been there already. You felt like you're. It felt like I was already there, yeah. like a resurrection deal. Is you know, and it was funny because the people I met, they were always, they were straight up like, oh, you remind me of so and so, or you remind me of so and so. And it was weird when we were running the streets. It was like I almost felt like you belonged I've been there, there before, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. I was I've been here. That's crazy. It's weird. That's it was, crazy. There was a familiarity to there. Right. That's weird because I remember when we went there, same thing. It not I mean it just felt I was expecting it was busy, like when you go to Times Square, of course, and shit like that, but when you get outside of that, it feels I don't know, like there's a certain like comfort feels comfortable the atmosphere the atmosphere it feels i don't know like welcoming it's weird right. it's weird even though it can be ruthless even though it can be if there's parts <laughs> where you shouldn't go it's just the same thing with anywhere though true when i went to mexico there's parts you shouldn't have went to yeah but you i was still there nothing happened no nope. that probably could have happened but just because my manner Pro- and my and the way i approached it you had a little it, least it, it didn't happen. Maybe it happened five minutes later when you left. Who knows? Yeah, so I can listen. So I would say jazz. Jazz is my shit where I can turn to a little jazz. I like that. What would you say? I was kind of on the same boat. Same like boat? Set, like, 
Miles Davis. Miles Davis. Bitches Brew. You know, um, shit that kind of makes me feel like a certain uh, relaxation and comfort. everything on this album right yeah dude i mean it's like they had the microphones surrounding this room you can hear the seat creak when they <laughs> <Right>. sit down <laughs> you, can the, you can hear the belt moving a little bit yeah you can hear everything <laughs> the sniffles <laughs> you can hear one of these That's right before he played the, the trumpet. <laughs> what is it about jazz? Because I remember when I was younger, I couldn't, I couldn't fuck with it. I don't know what it was. Just something where I was like, it don't make no sense to me. It doesn't have like a, like a you know like a one two three four one two three four. It was just everywhere. Right. But I guess look, the older I got, the more it just... I'm going to say that, and I'm going to say reggae. Oh! I'm going to say Bob Marley and Peter, Peter Tosh. Uh, one of the favorite reggae bands that I like is um, Still Pulse. Still Pulse. That's I mean, a good one. Everybody knows Bob Marley. Everybody knows Peter Tosh and all that shit. But then when you, when you get more into it, I think Still Pulse kind of is up there. There's another dude, too, who... Um, He's not really, he's not really that much, he's not really known. I got into him because, uh, I want to say it was at Cheapo's, and I was going through the reggae section. Same thing, I was trying to find something other than Bob Marley. And there's this dude named, you ever heard of Gregory Isaac? Yeah. His shit too. His shit jams too. Yeah. Night Nurse. He was in a movie, right? Gregory Isaac? I don't know. But I remember... The Harder They Come or some shit like that? I have no idea, but he had some good shit. Let me see. Let me see. What was my what was my um, second pick? Oh, my second pick for shit that I add outside of my genre is something that I just recently got into. Sounds like a commercial from fucking some Cubano. Some Cubano. Some I, li- I like Bossa Nova. You like Bossa Nova? I like Bossa Nova. Again, you just got to hold your stomach, people, and just kind of do this. <laughs> and it looks like you know what you're doing. Yeah, I can get into all kinds of shit like this. Because I think, like, the Cuban and the Puerto Rican shit had a more groove to it than, like, the Mex- old-school Mexico shit. Like, the Mexico shit and the Mexican shit reminds me of country music. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of you know got I mean? the same... That's the same thing. Yeah. These have a little bit more uh, uh, an African beat, right? And, and it's more just it's just a little more more groove. moving to right, me, right? A little more rhythm, a little more groove, a little more of these, you know? One of those, especially when you're cooking, right? Oh, damn! <laughs> Throw some beans onto this. If you're in the, if you're in the kitchen, right? You got a couple of shots and couple burrs man that fucking steak's gonna be fucking mwah <laughs> doing one of these you're gonna do a little steak do baby you're gonna <laughs> dip your finger and then kind of lick your finger a little bit and you're, <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna go, mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this kind of shit i've been getting into this kind of shit lately this is hector laveau horns Bongos. I'm into it. You know what's funny, dude? When I listen to shit, do you run into this? When I listen to stuff that's completely outside of what I normally listen to, my chick always thinks that I, I got it from somewhere else. Like, why are you mm. listening? Why are you listening to this now? Right. Who have you been hanging out with? Right. That kind of shit. I think all chicks are like that. Right. Because chick does the same thing. I'll throw stuff on like this, or when I, uh, I started listening to. Um, uh, Ryan Bingham, mm. I would throw him on every now and then, and she'd be like, "Where'd you get this from?" 
who are you around to where you start listening to this now? And you know what I think that's from? I think because they're interested in it, mm. and they want to know like who you know. This is this is good shit. Who yeah. you been chilling with? Right. They don't understand. It's me. It's, you know, it's me, baby. It's conformismo. <laughs> it's conformi. And then when you're like, come on, let's listen to this. Go grab a sixer or a twelver. Listen to whatever it. you like and whatever I like, and we come and we go hang out and we'll fucking listen to this shit. Yeah. I always do that with my lady. Yeah. I'm like, come on, let's do a little party for ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Boom. Dance a little bit in the backyard, wherever inside. Have a good time, man. You know, <laughs> do one of those. Loosen up a little bit. Just get a little, <laughs> loosen that thing up a little bit. Yeah, dude, that's funny. So I will put this on and it'll always be like, who you can hang around with that listens to that? I'm like, nobody, babe. Just listen to it's it. It's because they like and it. Then, yeah, and then eventually it'll be like, just listen to it. It sounds good, right? And then, of course, it'll always be like, yeah, it's good. All right. Andele then. Shake your little, shake it. Hey, you're closer to me. What you need? Boom. Shout out to Fireman 4. Local. Is that local? That's local, dude. I don't think so. No? Okay, never mind. Still, sponsor us. What's uh? What would be your your second pick for it? Like a different genre? Reggae? I like reggae, yeah. Still Pulse. <laughs> yeah, I put Still Pulse, your house. You, too. One mo, time for the people in the back. You, too. If you want the full immersion, check out the video of your boys. Links will be in description of the cast. Come back Wednesday to get your Ross Demand vibrations on, and maybe see if we bust out something you weren't expecting. Thanks for your ears, and please share and share. Oh, and also share. Sharing is caring for another person, who would love it if you did that. That thing being, sharing this damn hot cast. Smell you laters. <laughs>